In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to DST. I'm your host, Aileen. And on today's Thursday DST episode, I am here alone, solo. You know, we had so many questions, a bunch of requests, so I might as well just like do an episode answering all of those. We have a great dear DST. We have an amazing DST win. It's going to be a fun episode and I'm going to answer a lot of your guys' questions. So. Let's do it. All right. Let's start with the DST wins. Dear Aileen, it's my 29th birthday, which means it's my last year of my 20s. I decided instead of doing the healthy route, she put healthy in quotes, which I typically do like a chocolate covered strawberries or a fruit cake, Google it, LOL, watermelon covered in cool whip frosting. I ordered myself my favorite kind of cake from my favorite bakery, and I plan to enjoy every minute of it. Love, quote, getting older and wiser betch. That's awesome. I love this for you. (laughs) You order a cake for yourself for your birthday. Like that's, you know, I never really thought of like getting myself a cake. I usually like, like Rusty, give me a cake, (laughs) but I love this. And also just like I had a a phase where I like thought like Cool Whip was like the answer to my like dessert cravings, but then like realized that Cool Whip is actually just shit ingredients. No hate on Cool Whip, but like cake with like standard ingredients eaten in moderation is probably a healthier route anyway. If you're talking about health. I don't even know what health means to you, but in my definition. So I quickly got over that cool whip anyway, but I do like whipped cream. That's a different distinction. So happy birthday. And I love that. My DST win is that, so Mila's 10 months. My daughter is 10 months old. Apparently there's such things as a 10 month sleep regression. Surprise, surprise. And you know, she woke up in the middle of the night last night And I was up and she doesn't let me leave the room. (laughs) She was crying hysterically. So I can't even sleep anyway. So I tried to like, you know, it took an hour for her to get back to sleep middle of the night. And then I obviously could not sleep after that. So the problem lies in that I was planning on like starting the week and going to like a really good spin class. I was so excited. But because of this like sleep situation, I was too fucking tired. (laughs) So I was kind of bummed out. My win is that I didn't beat myself up about it. And I'm like, you can go to another class this week. It's not a big deal. And I wasn't like, oh shit, you know, now it's just going to be a ruined 
whole day. Nothing is nothing was ruined. It didn't change anything. It only changed the fact that I did not go to that spin class. So the win is is that I went to, on my standard. Now it's my standard. I'm very proud to say it's my standard, but it's my standard hour, whatever, three and a half mile walk. And I enjoyed it. So, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And I don't feel that tired anymore. So that's my win. Oh, wait, I have one more win. I got carried in finally (laughs) on Friday. And I have to say that many of my problems have been solved. It's quite the life change because I got out of the shower this morning and my hair is just like still straight. And I saw this TikTok, I think Fetch has posted it about like how much of your life or DST posted it, how much of your life is dictated based on like the calculations you make based on like when you're going to do your hair. And that was like the realest thing I've ever seen. And many of my problems have been solved. So if anybody is, you know, thinking about investing in keratin, highly recommend it. And the one that I got, I think is called like if anyone's going to ask, I feel like you're going to ask. The one that I got is called like head gravity and it doesn't have formaldehyde. And it lasted me like six months about longer. I, was, I think it was like eight months, but like six months, it was still really good. And I would say that was worth the money. So anyway, let's do a dear DST. Okay. Dear Aileen, Recently, my husband and I have been getting into fights during some of the days my mental health isn't the best. He's always looking for a way to help me or motivate me, but really, I just want someone there to comfort me while I build myself back up. It can get frustrating to hear someone else tell you, go get some exercise, get outside, do a craft. (laughs) I would stab him. I eat all of my favorite things to do when I'm down, when I already know what to do. It's just about getting up and actually doing it. How can I talk to him about being my cheerleader instead of being my coach? I've really been struggling with this and don't know how to approach the combo. Has this ever happened to you? Sincerely, I don't even like sports, Betch. It's hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious at all. Your mental health is really important and being down, that's like the last thing you want is somebody like someone on Instagram giving you a motivational speech. Like that's not who you're married to, right? So it's totally understandable. I think the best way to communicate this, and you know, I've obviously been there, like Rusty, my husband is an active person. His way of, he's a lot of energy. Like he needs to, you know, get at, like when he's down, he he goes for a run. And I'm like, I'm going to stay on this couch. <laughs> but you, you have fun. <laughs> But actually for me, what I've, like I said earlier, recently I've learned that a byproduct of going on my like walks, not runs, not spinning, nothing crazy, just walks has been a significant reduction in anxiety. There's so much going on in the world, a lot of scary shit going on in the world. And I internalize all of it. I just retreat into myself. I feel every, like all of the anger of everybody in myself. And I've just found, obviously that's not productive at all for my mental health or anything. Um, But I found that like going on a walk has really helped me like be present, process any of those emotions. And I know that's not what you're asking and I can get to like the communication with your partner, but I know you don't want motivation or you don't want inspiration, but I'm just going to kind of say that like, You don't need to go get exercise. You don't need to go outside or do a craft, but maybe think about like what would actually help you in those moments that you're down. For me, it's 
I realized it's walking. It's not really what I want to do, but I've now learned to, I've found myself craving it. So what would you, what do you think that you would like kind of crave that maybe you can find in yourself to do? And if that's not what's right for you in that moment, like just kind of sitting and not doing that, that's, that's also fine because, you know, we can't all be hundred percent, you know, ourselves amazing you know these perfect people obviously perfection is not what we're going for but anyway in terms of what to say to your partner husband is that what you said husband i would just literally tell him exactly what you just said listen i know what i know i know what i'm supposed to do i you know and i don't fault you for wanting to motivate me at all i get it you're just doing it out of love but what i would really need right now is for you to just you know, say like, just be there for me, comfort me. Like, hey, how are you feeling? I'm here if you want to talk. You can ask him. If you want him to ask you what's wrong, that's something you can request. But usually for me, I just, I don't really like want to talk about it. Usually I just kind of want to like be comforted. Like I want somebody to acknowledge that I'm feeling down. I'm not giving me advice on how to fix it. And then you can say like, once I receive that comfort, I'll probably go and do those things that I know that works for me. So I think that would help. You don't have to like do the cheerleader coach thing. I mean, I feel like it's a little buzzwordy in my opinion that if that works for you guys, it's like a great, you know, like, is that a metaphor? Simile? I don't don't remember English class. Is it analogy? Analogy. I remember analogies from Real Hostess in New Jersey, but whatever would work for you guys in terms of your communication, do that. But honesty works. Don't allow him to get defensive. Tell him like you're doing what you think is right. And just in for me in this moment, comfort would be better. And you could just come to me for motivation. <laughs> Go on that walk. It feels great. I've been listening to audiobooks like a massive loser. It's just, I'm power walking. And I bumped into somebody who I knew on the street and I, they were like, hello. And I was like, oh my God, I'm jamming out to this book right now. Sorry, I can't stop. I did stop. But anyway, good luck. I know it's been really hard these days, especially like just, it's just if you're a person like me who internalizes literally everything, it's definitely been hard and do your best. It's all you could do. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat, 
throat and nose and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So, guys, let's do some questions. You guys submitted so many good questions. And by good, I mean things that I can answer. (laughs) And I'm excited to update you on so many things and also just like help with some like kind of rapid fire questions that you have about your life. Let's get started. All right. Somebody asked me, you mentioned having an injury. What's the update? Okay. So yes, I don't know if it's an injury, but it's like, I guess it's an injury. Is it an injury? I don't know. This goes with another question, which was, what have you been doing in terms of working out? Are you still working out with Forzac? Blah, blah, blah. All those things. So I could just give you the scoop. I was working out with Forzac. I loved working out with him. He was great. We did a lot of mobility work. I was like feeling strong again. But then I noticed like my lower back was killing me, like killing me. And then separately, my my right hip was killing me. My right lower back, my right hip. So I was like, am I getting old? What the fuck is wrong with me? And then one day after I like walked a shit ton in the city, the next that night when I got home and the next day, I literally could not walk. And I noticed that my hip and my lower back were killing me. And I was like, okay, these must be connected. I need to go see a doctor and I need to pause working out with Forzac. So I had to pause, went to see a doctor. I got an MRI. Turns out I have a hip, I have a tear in my hip. And he said that, you know, it's probably was there for a while. This isn't something that just develops because I thought it was like something that happened in pregnancy or in labor because I had a pretty intense childbirth. Thank you, Mila. And he said it's been there for a while. And he was like, this is something athletes have. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> but no, I was still, I'm still in pain. But I think I guess working out for a really long time, I just never, I never felt. It. And he was like, something changed in your body that now suddenly you're feeling the inflammation from this tear. And I imagine maybe it has to do with like the positioning of my hips or something with 
childbirth. Maybe it's like extra weight. I have extra weight on me, obviously, still from postpartum and all that. So maybe it hurts a little more now. Like it's definitely whatever. So anyway, so I am, I have to take like anti-inflammatory drugs, which I try to take like Advil or Tylenol like sparingly, but only when I really, really need it. But I guess I'm starting to take some like anti-inflammatory drugs. He's like, if you can reduce that inflammation, maybe like it can kind of be like solve itself. Otherwise I have to get like injections whatever. I don't know where you're supposed to get injected cortisol. <laughs> I wasn't listening that too intensely. I was just like so kind of upset because I thought he'd be like, oh, it's nothing. You know, it's just in your head. But yeah, I still have back pain and it kind of sucks. So I'm just kind of living with it a little bit and I'm just modifying my life in terms of working out and just doing things that don't really aggravate it. Because my doctor was like, I have a torn meniscus or I have something in his knee. And he was like, I'm not going to get knee surgery. I just modify as much as I can. He's like, I wouldn't give this advice to everybody, obviously, but if it's something that you can live with and lots of people have injuries all the time that they live with, I wouldn't like suggest surgery. And so that's what I'm doing right now. Who knows what's going to happen down the line? What happens if I have another kid? And this is all swirling through my brain, obviously, but you know, I'm doing my best. So I'm walking. That's my form of exercise. I do spin sometimes as much as I can. I would like to do strength training again, but I have to go easy because literally my lower back is like, it hurts. It's not great, but it doesn't hurt as much as when I was doing like consistent strength training. Like I was having back spasms. I thought I had to get like a lumbar support for every seat that I sat in. I'm serious. It was that bad, but I feel a little bit better and I'm dealing with it and it's just a little curveball, you know, it is what it is. That's how I'm dealing with it. And yeah, that's that update. Another question, I guess these, I'm going to group together all the workout questions, a lot of workout questions. Are you still doing Oculus? How do you make time to work out? How about with the baby? What time of the day do you work out? Can you share your daily routine? All right. So I'm just going to like latch on to my whole saga that I'm giving you guys, just like telling you my like problems. I work out in the morning. It has to be in the morning. I have to walk in the morning. It's like I get out of bed. I change from my, my PJs to my workout clothes. Like it's got to be that. And then I go before any calls that I have or I'll like answer slacks in my first few minutes, whatever. And then I just like kind of have to check out because I really want to like be present, like I said. And I have childcare. So it's great on the weekends. I do not actually go for like the same type of workout. Like I don't do my like fast paced walking but I'm like power walking like a, wait, I saw another tweet that was like in the suburbs, you're 45 in the city. You're like 25. Make it make sense or something. Tell me it doesn't make sense. I'm like, it totally makes sense of fucking power walking um, in the suburbs. But I try to walk with my daughter like on the weekends. And I try to take like that spin class that I was saying, like outside of my house on the weekends. And my new goal is to add strength training and not be intense about it. Because remember when I was like obsessed with trying to get the total? <laughs> well, I think it was like maybe me trying to find something to make me do it. But when I have all the resources at my disposal already, so I think it's just me postponing it. So I was like, 
I could do a Peloton tr- strength training class. Let's just start there. So you'll just keep me accountable. I'm going to find one. My goal is to do one this week and we'll keep you posted. And yeah, I'm doing Oculus like sparingly. It's fun. It was drying out my eyes. I was like not blinking and I have LASIK. So it was just kind of a little bit more challenging to do, but I still love it. It's so much fun. So if anybody wants to try, it was called the Supernatural app on the Oculus. Um, it's so much fun. They added a lot more boxing classes and I was finding that I'm, I was really loving the boxing more than the lightsabering, even though the lightsabering was really cool. But the boxing was great. It was like so sore. Anyway, you guys should try it if you have an Oculus. I don't know if I would buy one to do it unless this is something that like you just, you need a fun activity for working out. Then I guess get it, but it is expensive. All right. New question. I'm done about my working out. I'm getting exhausted thinking about it. All right. New question. I'm 34, single, and the maid of honor in my best friend's wedding. How do I not focus on losing weight for the day and just enjoy it? Okay. So how do I not focus on losing weight for the day? And you're the maid of honor in your best friend's wedding. She's And she's telling me she's single. Okay. She's 34. So are you thinking that like you're going to meet someone at this wedding? Like, why are you giving me this information? You know, what I'm saying is like, why do you think you need to lose weight for this wedding? Especially it's like your friend's wedding. Like, why do you think that you need to be in a smaller body for your friend's wedding? You know, I think just like ask yourself those questions. If the answer is like, oh, I just think that I'll look better. Like, I know many of us have been sort of trained to think my advice would be get a lot of inspo on social media for dresses, women in dresses at your in your body type that you are right now and you know continue to like affirm to yourself that you are hot and you are worthy of whatever whatever it is great photos at the wedding, or if you think this is like where you're going to meet somebody, love, whatever it is at the size that your body is now, and just continue to affirm that for yourself. You know, just remember that no one else is expecting you to lose weight, only yourself. Like you are putting that pressure on yourself. Once you relieve that pressure, you release yourself from that, you'll realize it's kind of silly. Unless, of course, if you want to lose weight for other reasons, not like appearances at this wedding to like other people, you know, it's not for yourself, it's for other people, then that's like a different story. I'm not like anti-weight loss whatsoever. You guys know that. It's just really like asking yourself why. And yeah, I think like you said, just enjoy it. You want to just enjoy it. I can tell by your question, it's like literally just two sentences and I can tell that you just want to enjoy it. So just enjoy it. Again, find a dress that would look so good on you, make you feel confident, and coordinate that with your best friend. Say, hey, I really want to like look so good for your wedding. What are you thinking about dresses? Is it okay if I pick mine? Are you trying to do coordination? Can I help you choose? Explain to her how you're feeling and say you want to be there for her, but you know, being confident is important for you on that day and you're not like, don't want to lose weight. It's not something you want to do. 
based on this train of thought that we were going by, you don't want to lose weight. You just want to enjoy it. Just have an honest conversation with her and try to find a dress that works for both of you and go from there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Okay, next question. How do you approach friends and family members who don't stop talking about gaining weight? Is there anything I can say to get them to stop? <laughs> okay. All they talk about is gaining weight. I think if you want to get them to stop, but you don't want to say anything, there's there's that route. So you can just not engage in their conversation. So if they're like, oh, I've gained five pounds, blah, blah. You could just, and they're like very dramatic about it, you know, and they're looking to like hook you into a, a conversation. Just be like, you look great, you know, next, bring up something else. Just like, could be, oh, did you watch Housewives this weekend? <laughs> Train them. That's not something you want to talk to them about. And it takes a lot of repetition. If you do want to talk to them about it, then just say, hey, I know this is an important topic for you. I hear you. Like, I personally just don't want to talk about weight. It's not really something I'm comfortable discussing just because it's like, you know, it's just like one of those topics and it makes me just like a little bit uncomfortable. It's nothing to do with you. But that said, I think you look great. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. Make them feel a little comfortable that you have to like kind of suss out what that is for that individual person, whether they're just looking for validation, you can give that to them, whether they're looking for like commiseration, you can give them a little bit, but then remind them this isn't something you want to talk about. It's a delicate subject because like if that person is bringing that up, they're not feeling great about themselves. They want to talk about this with you. That means they're kind of confiding. So I would just try to be like really thoughtful in your approach and try to think about like where they're coming from and like what they're looking for when they're trying to bring this up with you. So just say, hey, like, you know, I hear you. I've been struggling with it forever my whole life. And, you know, what I'm trying to do to get over it isn't really just to like lose weight or talk about lose weight. It's really just kind of like get it out of my mind and not talk about it. So if that's okay with you, like that would make me feel really good and just see if you can go there. Okay. Next question. I guess we're still on the weight topic. You have weight on your mind. All right. Question. Do you still fight back against urges to restrict? Do you still do Weight Watchers? I do not do Weight Watchers. I quit that. I was on it for like literally the shortest period of time. It was like one of those things where again, I was not fighting back or just to restrict. I gave in. 
I'm not doing that. And I started working with a dietitian nutritionist at Kulina. So do I still fight back urges? They're very, very subtle. So it's not like as intense as it used to be. Like I'm still trying to lose my baby weight, but I'm not trying to do it in like an aggressive way. It's going to, as I've been working with my dietitian, it's going to take a long time. But I'm just trying to learn like proper nutrition education about like how to eat day to day. So do I still fight back urges? Yeah, they like kind of come back in waves, but I have really trained myself into reminding myself that that's not gonna work. You know, that like has not not worked for me in the past. It's not gonna work. You know, what you're doing now is going to take time. And there's another question that says, you inspired me to work with Kalina. How has your journey been with a nutritionist going? I've learned proper portion sizes, how important vegetables are in terms of nutrient density. I've learned like so many things that go beyond just like calories. In fact, that I've even like, even when I'm working out, I do not even look at my calories burn. Like I'm just, it's a really, really slow process. And I do get really frustrated sometimes that I literally go to, Elizabeth is my dietitian. You guys, she's so great. She's like so nice, like always says the right thing. I always like, I'm like, oh, I haven't lost any weight. Then she's like, reminds me how much progress I've made and reminds me how long I've been doing this whole like fucking up and down yo-yo dieting thing and how long that will take you to not like unlearn, but like to change. Like I read this book called The Power of Habits, Your Body Slash Brain. It doesn't forget habits. You can't like erase any habits you've created, but you can change them and your body can't discern between good and bad habits. So that's like helped me in terms of like making that mental shift of like not judging myself or like if a feeling of restriction comes back and just like reminding myself, oh, that's just like an old pathway, you know, a way that I've just like been my whole life and it's just like coming back and, you know, you know better now. You're doing things that work better and slow and steady will always win that really slow progress, it works. And that's kind of what I've learning. So I do get that urge, but I've replaced the thought process in a way. Like I've, I'm teaching myself how to, it's not a fight. It's just like a response. Like, no, not going to work. Next thought. And I move on. In terms of working with a dietitian, nutritionist, again, so good. We've gotten to the point where now I meet with her and I don't really have that much to talk about. It's sort of just like, oh, like, how did your week go? It's not like I'm not learning anything new because, and she just is just reminding me like consistency, consistency, consistency. That is key. And it's what you do for the majority of your time. So that is what I've been just doing. And it's been great. I'm not going to lie. All right. Next question. I want to lose a little weight, but don't know how to be nice to myself when I do so. Any advice? It's actually a really good question. I don't know how to be nice to myself when I want to lose a little weight, meaning that you think that in order to lose weight, you have to like give yourself tough love or you have to tell yourself that like your body isn't worthy now, I think is what you're saying. That's a great question. I think you have to get to the place of losing weight because you have to, again, come back to the why of why you want to lose weight. It's not about like beauty standards. It's about 
how you want to feel. I think that is part of it. That's not advice for everybody. Like some people want to lose weight to meet certain beauty standards, but if they have a history of, you know, being really mean to themselves, then you have to tackle that part first. And I think you have to get back to the why and sort of learn to not be mean to yourself in the body that you're in now in order to get to the place where if you were to lose weight or try to get into a smaller body, that you are very kind to yourself in the process. Because like I said, the one that works is the one that kind of takes a while and you can't spend all that time being like a bitch to yourself. Like you can't, it's not going to work. So I guess maybe the way to reframe it is it'll, it may work if I'm kinder to myself. It won't work if I'm mean. And by work, it means like keeping, right? If you want to lose weight, you want to keep it off. Like that's been the whole thing. Like if we all just kind of like lost weight and kept it off, there'd be no like diet industry. So that's what I'm saying. So like if you can be kind to yourself in the body that you're in and along the way, because like I said, sustainable weight loss takes a very long time, then that's kind of how you do it. So you just continue to tell yourself if you have a negative thought, say that is not a thought that I own. I don't own that thought. That is like somebody else. That is something I read. That is something else I internalize. That is not me. I am nice to myself. I am, I look great. And I'm just doing this again and enter, enter your why that I don't think it should be about how you think you'll look. For me right now, my why is like, my fucking hip hurts. <laughs> and I'll feel a little bit lighter on my feet. I won't, you know, have as much pain because I'm not at a weight that I'm at all used to. And, or I wasn't, you know, it is, it has been working a little bit. So yeah, it really, it really works to be nice to yourself in the process. Um, okay. Next question. What's your favorite thing that you cook? Give us your recipe. Okay. I love like super easy, like things that you can make in a bowl. Like I love mushy bowls. I think I've said this before. <laughs> I love a good mush. Like when I'm reading um, Goodnight Moon to my daughter and it's like that bowl full of mush, I'm like, yes, I want that bowl full of mush. I like crave it. So my favorite thing to cook, my favorite two vegetables to put together are like shiitake mushrooms and sauteed onions. Delicious. So I'll saute that and I'll add some sort of green so that's either kale, spinach, or like microgreens are really good if you want to be fancy as fuck. I'll make rice or I'll do like that microwavable rice, which is so easy on a weekend. Let me tell you, I usually use brown rice because again, like it has more nutrients, has fiber, protein. But of course, I'm like really craving white rice. White rice it is, jasmine rice. But I'll sort of make like a fried rice and then I'll add a protein, whether that's I'll just mix some chicken in or I'll do salmon. Salmon's so easy to make. And I'll just like add a bunch of herbs, whether like, I guess, what do I add to that? Either dill, parsley, whatever. It depends on the sauce you're doing. I love an Asian sauce. This Korean sauce that I get from Kevin's Naturals, that's so good. Sometimes I'll just do soy sauce and a little sesame oil. And I bought this furikake seasoning, this Japanese seasoning. 
And let me tell you guys, that is some good shit. It has a little sugar in it, but and I think that's what makes it so good. But if you're at a store, if you need to go to a specialty store, get it. And it really just enhances the dish. And that is my favorite thing to cook. So like a hodgepodge fried rice, essentially. <laughs> okay, what's my go-to Starbucks order next thing? I am a little bit of a psychopath. I do not like iced drinks in the summer. I drink hot coffee all, all year long. And I recently got rusty for his for Father's Day, a coffee machine that he really, really wanted, even though I'm the one who likes hot coffee. It doesn't make any sense. So my favorite thing, I don't really go to Starbucks. I make myself like a delicious Americano. I splash, I splash some milk in it or I'll make like a cappuccino with almond milk or like 2% milk. So good. It's so, so good. I love hot coffee. I just don't know what it is, guys. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, next question. Okay, this isn't like a what's your favorite. This is a, an advice question. I feel like my partner is getting fitter than me and we no longer, quote, match. Any advice? Yeah, I <laughs> I hear you that I get it. I get like that first instinct about like wanting to make sense to other people right? About matching. It depends like what you mean by matching. Is it like, why, what's you, why are you getting fit? Like, and then I like completely irrationally think of that, like murder documentary, <laughs> my American, what is it called? It's literally the worst, most awful story I've ever heard in my life. And it's burned into my brain as just the worst murder documentary ever. But basically the guy starts like getting really fit because, you know, he has an affair and things get really, really dark. So my dark brain goes there. <laughs> but that's not what I think you mean. I think you mean about like, you know, how you make sense to other people. I think this is like one of those things about like how you value looks. There's a really good body positive influencer called Alicia McCarville. Um, it's at Alicia, Alicia, Alicia McCarville on Instagram and Alicia McCarville on TikTok. She posted this video. She's in a bigger body. Her husband is like very muscular and she posts a lot of like, you know, couples stuff. And she just went viral for like blasting trolls for basically saying these trolls are always like giving like reasons why he's with her 
saying, oh, her husband must be married to only her for money, like due to their weight difference. It's a lot. You guys should definitely look. It went really viral. So she posted a story and said, and I think this is helpful for you guys, for this question. Here's the thing. Me telling myself for the majority of our relationship that I'm not worthy of his love because of my body is the exact same thing as a thin woman telling him that she is worthy of him because of her body. So she's responding to like any like girls sliding into his DMs. Her story was like girls would slide into his DMs being like, oh, you deserve me. Like crazy, crazy shit. I just can't believe people. I mean, I can, but fucking nuts. Um, so she said, she continues. So when people slide into his DMS, they're leading with their body first. And on a scale of what my husband values, how well my body fits into that beauty standard is not at the top of his list. He values my humor and my commitment and my love and my caring heart. And none of these things he values about me changes when my body changes. So I thought, I mean, like she says a lot of really good kind of thought provoking things in that TikTok. And just in a lot of her stories, and I find it actually really inspiring. And it like, it's a big fuck you to society and this quote power couple thing that people need to match. When in reality, like people are together not just because like oh, it's not like an arranged thing. You're not like signing like in your ketubah or whatever the fuck. You're not saying like and I will stay that you know that's not like it's an arrangement. You're making a commitment with this person for like your personalities and your matched values and things like that. So I think, think about like what it is that, why it is you two are together to help you sort of deal with that like mental shift because it's not like nothing has changed. You're not like saying, oh, and he's doing other things. He's just getting fitter and you are worried about how you guys will look when you're saying match. If there's a second part to your question about like, and he's now trying to get me to move. He's trying to do all this other stuff. That's like a different story. Maybe he wants a buddy. Maybe he's now, maybe his values are shifting. Like that's a different thing. And when when that happens, I would suggest having a discussion with him. Like, like all of these questions like about relationships or any type of relationship with another person, communication is literally the most important thing you could have. And I'm not saying that my communication is good at all in my relationship, but that is one of the things that we try to work on all the time because we all have like these, like this, all this shit in us. Like we have insecurities, we have defenses, we have all this stuff and it always clouds like good communication. So I would really just start with like a vulnerable conversation. If there's a part two to this question, this is if there's a part two, which I'm adding a little more besides the advice, go watch this person's TikTok. I'm saying if there's more to this than just like beauty standards, I would like have an open conversation with him. And hey, if there isn't a part two and you are feeling like this, who else then to go to your partner? Who would I would assume you are comfortable being vulnerable with? And just tell them how you're feeling and say like, I'm feeling a little insecure about how we'll look. I don't know if this makes any sense to you, but I just wanted to share it with you. And I'm just like looking for some comfort. And maybe that'll bring you guys closer together. You know, maybe you don't even need to look this person's TikTok. Maybe 
that your partner will reassure you. Anyway, that is my advice, but I strongly suggest people go check out Alicia McCarvel's Instagram. It's really good. Okay, last question, guys. And I'm going to turn this question back on you. Which housewives are you, Sammy and Jordana? And how about sex and the city characters? Which housewives? I mean, it really depends on the franchise. I really don't know. I like don't know if I relate to any of the housewives like at all. I like them, but I don't like feel like I am them. So I want to ask you guys to send me or DST, whatever, who you think is who. And I'm obviously going to judge who you say. <laughs> I'm going to like take it very personally. <laughs> so be kind in your assignments, please, for me, Sammy and Drana. In terms of Sex and the City characters, oh my God, <laughs> I don't fucking know. One girl who's a fan once came up to us and was like, I have something to tell you. <laughs> this is what I think. And it wasn't really assigning us characters, but it was like assigning us the title. I don't really get it. She said that, I think she said that Jordana is sex. Sammy is the city. <laughs> and I'm and the. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I do not know how to take that. Is that a compliment? Or she said it was a compliment, but of course she's going to say that. So that is what I got. But if you have anything better, DM that to me. I'm at Aileen and that's all the time I have today to answer your questions, to do all that good stuff. Um, you can follow me at Aileen. You can follow Diet Starts Tomorrow at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Please leave us a review if you like the show. If you don't like the show, send us an email, dst at betches.com and send us constructive feedback. I love a good constructive, you know, thing. If you want to give us constructive feedback and leave five stars, that's also really nice. I would appreciate that too. But the five stars are key because, you know, we're trying, you know, this is a community, you know? So I'd love that. And yeah, that's it. We're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.